0: Welcome to the podcast series, Aastha Unplugged. The purpose of this podcast is to help you express your highest potential as a leader. Whatever it is that holds you back in your leadership journey, let's dive straight into it. So we'll bring in guests here who are leaders in their respective domains and they are going to share perspectives from their life journeys. And these perspectives are going to help you Get access and insights into your life journey. Yeah. So sit back and enjoy this week's episode on Asta Unplugged. So join me in welcoming a very, very dynamic leader. Have today on this episode of Asta Unplugged, she's none other than Subha Lakshmi Simhan. She is an ICF credentialed executive coach, the founder director of SLN Brand Studio LLP. And let me tell you, so she's she works with all these top leaders in the organizations, the C suite, D suite, E suite, and she helps them empower themselves by uh, managing conflicts. Something we all can relate with, such a common thing. Uh, conflicts and the whole emotional thing so managing the emotions so thereby they're able to empower themselves they're able to empower their teams manage them better and that definitely leads to a beautiful environment uh, a very empowering environment and resulting growth that's there which is the ultimate thing right so all of that and she's had a two decade rich experience as um, you know an entrepreneur and in the corporate so she's been there she's done that all the more reason i'm so excited to dive straight into this and um, on the personal front you know she's um, she has a husband and son the three of them living together in bangalore she is um, interested in art. So you're a Kathak dancer in there. Uh, you know, I relate with you, Subha, because I'm also a trained Kathak dancer. And uh, she's an avid reader, you know. Uh, no, doesn't leave me wondering at all. And she is also trying her hands on badminton. Exciting, isn't it? Yeah. So she's helped so many people being an advisor, being a mentor to them, um, you know, being a keynote speaker on various platforms. She's published a lot of research papers on various international forums. That's who she is. And besides all this rich experience, I mean, I can go on. There are so many other things that are there. But I've known Subha as a very kind, humble, gentle person. I've had this opportunity of being mentored by her in one of the talks where she helped me prepare and I think that was um, a beautiful experience. So she's a big giver. She has this knack for, um, you know, those little, little things that she observes and helps you with. And you will uh, observe all of that as we talk. And when I was talking with subhas to what should we bring to this podcast that can help all of you, she brought a very interesting aspect, which is what we are going to talk about today, the trust fortune, you know. We all understand how trust is so critical to relationships, any relationship, and that exactly applies to your work relationships as well. So we are going to dive into all of that today with Subha, which is, um, you know, how critical trust is, why even talk about trust, right? Um, how do you build the trust? How do you trust people? What is the impact that can have the presence of it or the absence of it? Yeah, all of that and a lot more around that, right? So are you ready? Just tighten your seat belts and let's dive straight into it so welcome subha once again thank you so much for being here thank you for accepting this and i'm super excited to dive straight into this awesome. you are so so kind asta uh, when i'm hearing about you about myself in your words right i really really felt so good about myself very uh, few instances right where somebody's talking about us Hmm. about the journey that we have gone through it gives a, a totally a different experience or the different feel to what we have gone through where we have reached right thank you so much for making me feel this way to start with my pleasure my pleasure subha awesome great so subha i just want to get started by you know very uh, basic stuff since we're talking about trust and uh, the impact it has on uh, the relationships uh, you know, so where do you think we we stand today when it comes to trust in the organizations? And and we'll get into the finer details of it. But where do you see what, what's happening on the corporate front? Absolutely. And you know, before talking about trust, right? I would like to uh, you know kind of kind of call out something here, Asta, right? right? The space that you are in, strengthening the relationships in the you know, corporate space, right? There, if you look at it, trust is the fulcrum. Mm, right? Yeah. Um, it's again, trust is not just for leaders. It has to be there from the bottom level employees to the, you know, CCU to the board to everybody. Yeah. So trust for me is the fulcrum or the core behind mm. which all the businesses are running. Right? Without trust, I don't see any anything at all. Mm-hmm. There is no life. Then let's talk about business, right? So trust is everything. Very well said. Yeah. Awesome. So then, when trust is so critical, it is so important. Um, we we see. I mean, quite often when I hear uh, leaders, Subha. Uh, what I hear them say is that the whole, uh, you know, the uh, the way the corporate works and the way people are today, some kind of a race, which we've often talked about. Um, and, and that's where the whole, the way of looking at or the lens through which people look at others, their colleagues or the managers or subordinates, whoever it is, is one of, um, you know, competition, I would say. And it's more of the other person doesn't like me, doesn't want me to grow, he doesn't care for me, he doesn't include me, he doesn't acknowledge me, doesn't value me, you know, so much of that. And when you're spending about 10 to 12 hours, if I may say average, uh, in a space with a certain set of people with this emotion, you know, and I see that means largely trust is not there, right? Right. Uh, What is the, the the impact is obviously what it is, but how do you see this whole thing today? This is where the corporate is. You've been there for quite, I mean, almost two decades there. So uh, how would you want to talk about this whole thing, this setup? Absolutely, Asta. See, whatever you have mentioned here, right? That's what even I see, everybody see at the surface level. Right? Yeah. Uh, Definitely competition is there. Even Mm -hmm. though we talk about, you know what, collaborate, competition versus collaboration, right? Even though we all talk about so many buzzwords, but what exactly happens in real time, right? So that's what we need to delve deeper into, right? As I mentioned, yes, at the surface level, there is no trust. Majorly, majorly, right? But what is beneath? When we say there is no trust, where is it coming from? How am I saying that there is no trust mm-hmm. Yeah so if you look at it, it's again from my assumption mm. right? maybe hundred people when I coach, whether it is in you know one-on-one conversation or group conversation, if eighty percent of them have issues trusting others, yeah then I'm going to perceive that okay majorly people are not, not trusting each other right mm-hmm. if the, if it is the other way, Whereas 80% of people are saying that, you know what, you know, I trust everybody, you know, everything is going good. But the issues are coming up, the conflicts are coming up because of something else, right? I'm going to perceive it as, okay, trust is not an issue, whereas emotions are an issue or, you know, past experiences are the issue. So I may start quoting other elements as the reasons for conflicts or whatever problems that people bring in, right? So it's all about how we perceive the world, Asta. That's how I'm looking at it, Mm. right? If I trust everybody, then it, it, we say in no, a colored lens. That's what is it. the color that I'm going to wear? I'm going to, you know, look at things in that color. The mm-hmm. minute I remove that lens, then I see everything in its own color. Right. So what I see right now is a building, right? It has that you know brick as well white. The minute I wear a blue lens, that brick and white is going to look you know, look blue, blue. Right. to me. Yeah. Right. Like, so it has to start with again self. Mm. Instead of calling it as you know there, nobody is trusting anybody or is everybody is trusting everybody, right? Then it's it's not really right. It's not the reality. So in my sessions, I, I generally mention something, right? Everything is perception. Based on how I perceive somebody, I behave that way. I communicate with them in that specific way, right? Similar vice versa. However, people are perceiving me, the words that they are going to use, the way that they are going to behave towards me will have that you know, the perception at the core. But what is reality? It could be that my perception is reality or other parties' perception is reality. Mm -hmm. Sometimes maybe none of these are reality. Mm -hmm. So where should we focus on? That is the second question that I normally bring up. Sure. Should I focus on my perception towards myself or towards others? Yeah. Or should I focus on changing others' perception about me? Or should I delve deeper into identifying what is real? What is reality? Right. So as we peel one layer by another, we are going to ask so many questions. It may take some more time for us to first get the first answer to the yes. first question that we raised few minutes ago or few days ago right yeah. so it's very very important that we need to address this particular topic trust mm. at its core mm. otherwise it will remain like no perception it's like putting an ointment mm. in your hurt right? right so if it is if the hurt is just outside you know on your skin probably the ointment will help yeah if the hurt is deep nothing can help Right. So then, we have to treat it internally. Initially, we may have to put some bandage or put some ointment, so that you know there is some placebo effect. Okay, fine. You know something is at least working out, right? Yeah. But unless until the deeper challenges are managed yeah. or resolved, yeah, building trust or you know whatever effort that we are putting in in building trust will go their way. For it. So what you're saying, uh, Subha, is that then then if I'm understanding correctly, that inherently at the core, we all have that trust. It's it's not gone. It's not that there's no trust or I've I don't nobody trusts anybody. We all have that trust within. Uh, we are born to trust people, right? And we love being trusted also. Yeah. And it's just that because of uh, The lenses that we are talking about, the experiences that we've had um, in the past, we have been carrying that baggage. And somewhere now we are treating everything, the experiences or the people, whatever is unfolding, uh, we are viewing them through the lens. And then we say, hey, I don't trust you. And I'm not willing to take off the lens or take off that trishma that I'm wearing. Absolutely right and you're saying that um till the time i'm wearing that until the time i'm not willing to start from here me myself uh look into it it's very superficial it's very surface level then i may try and just put the ointment like you said but at the source, what's the what's causing me the pain the hurt is not addressed It's i may fix it with an ointment right awesome. so then that's that's lovely Subha, but. Now, uh, here's what I, I want to ask you that um, I get it. This is one part of it and I do the work. But then there are experiences which are happening every single day. There are people who are doing what they are doing at workplace, right? So then do I just go about trusting everybody? And and I after this, I would definitely want to come to the very important part at some point, wherever you think it's at, where how do you start doing that work also? We will we'll definitely want to help it. Definitely, and you summarized it so well, Asta. Right? Uh, whatever I shared yeah, shared earlier, earlier. so when it comes to trust, right? What I would recommend, or what I have been practicing, yeah, something that I will share share it here. Uh, you know, with you and your audience, Asta. Right? Um. In fact, I you know recently somebody asked me. I was talking about you know, building a team. See, I mean, I've been a solopreneur for long, many many years. Then now that I'm slowly building a team and I have somebody to you know support me in business development and then in you know content management and all other stuff and I was like mentioning it to a friend right mm-hmm. then he asked me so how do you choose these people Subha? yeah because yeah. It's, it's they are all like independent consultants they are not on any you know direct payroll or something with me yeah. independent consultants with independent consultants even though we may you know sign up NDA agreement and all other stuff right I will be sharing some copyrighted information, all the intellectual property, even my existing client information, right? Contact details and everything. If I have to really go into the granular level, I may be sharing a lot of information with them, right? Yeah. Then that is where the question was coming from. It's not about how to hire people, right? Mm -hmm. How do you you trust them? How do you hire them? The the, uh, background information, what he wants to know is like trust, right? How do you trust somebody? Hmm. But then I mentioned like you know what whenever I'm sharing something with somebody hmm. right they are also human being fellow human being with all different sort of emotions like me Yep. I'm also not always being positive right I also have my negative you know side of it which comes up in different circumstances right so likewise you know they are also there so when I'm starting why not trust them 100% why should I bring in some percentage over there why not Trust that fellow human being, right? If something goes wrong, right, there is a learning for me. So that learning always have helped me in streamlining something, bringing in some procedures, yeah, creating a different strategy behind, you know, around my business. See, this is how it has been helping me. So my recommendation would be just start with, when you are starting a new relationship, Right, within the organization. It could be that you, know, you have a new boss. Right? When a new boss is coming in, definitely you will be hearing 100 different stuff about that person. Right, yeah. If you look at it, all these 100 different things, whether it is positive or negative, everything is coming from somebody else's perception towards that boss. Right, See, Why not you just go trust that person 100%. Start the journey. As you move along, Put some percentage there. Maybe for certain stuff, you trust him or her 100%. For some areas, you be conscious or cautious. But why should we start with doubt? See, doubt is again, whether it is self-doubt or we doubt somebody else, right? It is a negative energy. End of the day, it is a negative energy. Whereas trust is a positive energy. Why not we go with that positive energy? For me, Asta, everything is energy exchange. Mm. So the minute I wake up in the morning, if I wake up with a good mood, with, a, with positive energy, whatever happens around me, I'll be kind to my husband, kind to my son. Yeah. If I wake up with some you know, negative mindset or negative mood, even though they are very supportive, I may show anger and I may behave in a different way. Mm. Same thing happens everywhere, whatever be the relationship, the energy that I have—that's what gets, you know, translated into words or actions or, you know, my attitude. Everything. This is my strong belief uh, in mm-hmm. which, in fact, I'm working every day. Be it my day-to-day operations, or strategy building, executing strategy, building new relationships, you know, getting into new market, expanding old market, you know, existing market. Uh, this has been, I would say, my you know core strength. Sure. everything is an energy exchange so then uh so, uh so what you're saying Subhai, is that uh one is starting with trusting everybody 100% Now that's super powerful you know and for that uh I definitely need to do that work on myself identify because what stands in the way of me bringing that trust 100% trust so that's one part of it but when you say start by trusting 100% and then you will have both sets of experiences where one will be lessons, both will be lessons for you, but one which will be like a positive reinforcement. Great. This is amazing, right? And uh, the second would be where maybe some things didn't work out the way you wanted them to. And that's a lesson you learn to be cautious. And that's, again, growth. So um, so two things here. Number one, when you trust 100% and... Um, how do so what is the impact that has in that relationship in the quality of that relationship sure you may have bad experiences as well but what is the overall impact on you how you show up and then the other person of course and two when you've had those um the the bad ones the so-called bad ones uh and you are now cautious how do you also draw that line where you don't take that as another chashma or a lens, you know? Beautiful questions, Anastar. Uh, Thanks for asking these. Yeah. So talking about the first one, yeah. right, where I have trusted somebody or, you know, the life, for example, right? 100%. First of all, it brings in a lot of peace of mind. Mm. I don't get any sleep uh, you know, disturbances in my sleep. The minute I hit my bed, yeah, if something is running in my mind, it could be that, okay, you know, what the checklist, okay, what are the stuff that I'm supposed to take care of the next day? Then I pick a book and then read few pages, then I'm off to sleep, right? So that person, I mean, I'm, I'm just sharing all my personal, you know, experiences here, right? So the minute I started sleeping well, it shows up in my physical health. Yeah, when i am energetic enough physically right i am able to focus on you know kind of segregate my energy bring in better focus in my day to day operations right so definitely that creates impact in building the right relationships right so where should i put my energy there is a clarity huh? every day when i wake up if the previous night was peaceful if i have if i had slept peacefully right every day the next day Whatever segments that I go through, yeah. whatever feelings that I want to achieve after each segment, I see that I'm achieving. Mm. Right? It could be It's not always positive. right? But whatever it is, I'm able to see the result. I'm able to see what's happening around me. So there is a clarity. It brings in a lot of clarity. Of course, it helps in my business growth, financial growth, Right and then network the the rich network that now I have, yeah. right the trust circle that I have that has come because I trusted people hundred percent. Whatever problem that I ha- I may you know come across in the coming days, right? I have young number of doors which I can knock. The minute I knock, I know that the door will be open, and I have people in my trust circle who can help me for you know what sort of. Problem that I may come across, challenge that I may come across. Right. If it is finance related, I have somebody. If it is sales related, I have somebody. If it is you know, customer management related, I have somebody. I'm we meet different sort of people, right? Right. So sometimes I get to you know deal with some tough customers. Right. Yeah. Where, you know, initially now that you know I have a process in place, earlier times, you know, I used to deliver and then only I used to, you know, take money. Yeah. People have scorned. Right. So only so much you can do in that space. Right. So how can you be, you know, calm and quiet, accept that, okay, that guy or girl has absconded, just move on, Subha. Right. Even for that, for that dialogue to happen, I had to knock somebody's door. Then when they tell me that, you know what, these things happen in business. Now you are a celebrity, Subha. Now you are an entrepreneur, Subha. You are facing all entrepreneurial challenges, Subha. See, when somebody said that, it was like a, you know, a different feel altogether initially the you know the feeling was okay somebody cheated me yeah how did i allow somebody to cheat me that was the feeling right that was the emotion the minute i knocked somebody's door the minute they said that you know what all these are entrepreneurial problems you will know how to handle it mm. then it's like oh my god i'm an entrepreneur why am i bothered right so what can i do now then i change my process right so if you look at it even though it may look like a look like one experience How did I get that door? Because we both trusted each other. Absolutely, that's what I was just thinking. Right. Such a beautiful. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Please, please go ahead. It's such a beautiful loop that I'm seeing here, where you started by trusting hundred percent. You created that the beautiful, uh, you know, the togetherness, and now you have a door to knock, and there's somebody you can reach out to and say that hey you know this is where it is and they say that's okay that's part of it and you're like oh okay this is how it works you know and and that started in the first place because you just trusted each other absolutely so you know that response itself has the other you know question Mm -hmm. answer to the second question as well that you raised right so first of all you know uh, i'm trusting something or somebody whereas the response is completely different Mm -hmm. right then the, of course, and I go through all the emotions, like, right? you mm-hmm. know, why, you know, why, you know, of course, not now, why did this happen to me, you know, all sort of questions I used to ask, that is something that I have come out now. But nowadays, how I am looking at it, you know, I'm mm-hmm. trusting somebody 100%, but the trust is broken, right? Mm-hmm. Um, nowadays, now that I'm in this space, you know, after becoming a coach, you know, that I I've put myself into uh I don't know how many hours of training, mentoring and peer coaching and all, right? So at this moment, uh, what I ask myself is like, at this moment, whatever I'm feeling, that emotions, am I kind to myself? Am I being hard on myself? That is the first question that I'm asking. If I feel like, okay, I'm being hard on myself. Again, I'm blaming myself for the situation yeah uh, if if this question pops up maybe subha you shouldn't have trusted that person right mm-hmm. if the, that dialogs pop up right so i just make sure i be kind to myself yeah first thing it's okay subha you know just you know give a pat just give up that self hug mm-hmm. and then start thinking about this is something that i've practiced really really well i'm i'm much much better in that space looking at the other party who has kind of say if they cheated me or, you know, they broke the trust for some reason, right? Then I start, delving. in fact, that is something that I do it in my reflection document. Yeah. I reflect a lot in the form of writing, right? Immediately I put, okay, why did they behave like that? Mm. What could have been the reason? See, definitely I would know something about them, right? Maybe somebody is lying. Yeah, Mm. somebody lied, which Mm. created some consequences in my business, right? Mm. Then if I have to look at them from that lie, right? Mm. Why did they do that? Mm-hmm. maybe they are insecure yeah maybe they are not confident enough to face that truth right then they were only looking for some shortcuts mm-hmm. right they are not bad mm-hmm. they are only taking some shortcuts to solve something for short term benefit right so the minute i get some clarity over there then i am able to be kind to them to some level say so i may say you know keep that relationship in high bye or i may move away that's a different thing, right? That decision, that decision is something that I'll be making at the towards the end, or maybe I may keep them, you know, at a distance for some time till the time I regain that trust, because that percentage has gone down right? It's not hundred percent anymore. Yeah, so a couple of you know these things, but being kind to myself, kindly looking at them, mm-hmm. why they are behaving. Sometimes, you know, you get into a toxic. know relationship right because you trusted somebody you get into some relationship even professionally that happens right so you trust them though you give out a lot to them but neither they don't pay you or they don't give you whatever they promised these things happen as well right so then you realize that okay you probably you may put them under toxic you know that bucket right again i try my best to understand them why they are behaving that way it could be that whatever The business that they were expecting, the money that they were expecting to come, maybe they didn't get it or from the beginning, they were, you know, interacting with me with an intention to cheat me. Mm -hmm. Only these two, right? Either they have money or from the beginning, they decided, okay, they saw that, okay, I'm trusting them. They set that intention, okay, let me cheat and then, you know, get things out of this lady, right? So that also you will get to know. Right. Our intuition will say, so based on the intention in which they are, they have been interacting with you. They have been, uh, you know, having that relationship with me. I make that decision. Sometimes I just break. You know, that hundred also becomes zero. When I know that, okay, they have been interacting with me with an intention to, you know, cheat or do something. Yeah, there is no trust that they had built. They didn't really work hard to build that trust. Then I just cut it and move away because it's, you know. Why to continue? Because end of the day, we are all human beings, right? Yeah. I'm very sure I won't be able to mingle with them, do any business with them with that trust. Yeah. I don't want to even put any number over there. Hmm. Wow. So uh, most important is being kind to yourself. I think that's what I loved about what you said. It's Even this whole discussion around trust is before anybody else, it's for you. It's, it's for me because like you said the peace of mind and the impact it has on me and um, how I show up who I, who I be is, is massive and when I realize so in this scenario if you're saying when I realize that there is somebody who's not honoring me for whatever reasons um, instead of asking why why this happened to me maybe what's the lesson here for me and and how can I uh, you know, manage myself better the next time how can I deal with things better so there's always a lesson so no need of wearing a chashma there is, is what you're saying if, if I can ask these questions i being kind to myself fundamentally I'm not going against myself Absolutely. and then you're saying that uh, you know when you're reflecting I think this is so powerful where you're saying what possibly could have made the other person do it so maybe there's an element of empathy also there which Absolutely. comes in a lot of times and then somewhere you realize that, oh, maybe I I get it. And I think we get it. Some people often say, we, you use the word intuition, we know it within, you know, somewhere that this knowing that, no, 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 there may be something not right. Or, no, no, here there is this some malintention kind of a thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's where then you take care of yourself and you say, maybe this doesn't work, doesn't honor me. That's so a lesson for me. Absolutely. Yeah. But then I don't stop trusting everybody around Absolutely. as a result. Very true. Wow. Great. So, um, uh, Subha, how do you, when, when we say 100%, start by trusting 100%, how does that look like in mm. reality? What would a 100% trust mm. somebody look like? Uh, that's a good, great question, Asta, because when I say that I trust somebody 100%, yeah. doesn't mean that I give 100% of who I am to them, mm. right? So you have to be conscious, you have to be cautious enough, right? When you say, you know, you trust 100%, trust them to do their job. Mm -hmm. See, that is where, you know, people are struggling, especially leaders are struggling in delegating. Yeah, because Mm -hmm. somehow they feel like only they can complete something in the way that they want it to be. So the task might, I know they would have uh, segregated all the tasks, delegated all the tasks. Right, but still they will be sitting on everybody's head, getting that label, you know, micromanaging. You know this. You know there is no freedom. There is no. See, this is where that psychological safety. You know all these terms are getting derived. Yeah. yeah right? So when I'm talking about hundred percent trust, when you have allocated something to somebody, trust them that they are going to complete. Trust them when they are making mistakes, yeah. and trust yourself. I love them to make mistakes. Mistakes should be allowed, but the mistakes should not be repeated. This mm-hmm. is something I keep in mind, right? Right. See, today I may be making one mistake. See, tomorrow I should not be repeating that mistake. Mm-hmm. But doesn't mean that I'm not going to make any mistakes at all. We will keep making mistakes, learn from those mistakes, you know, build in new processes, build in you know, standardize certain steps, automate you know, a couple of areas, and make our lives easier. Yeah. Right. so the trust has to come from that space yeah trust doesn't mean that 100% trusting somebody doesn't mean that revealing everything and anything to that person mm. that's the reason we say you now even in our corporate sessions and all we say na you don't reveal your salary information to the other person you both may be in the same cadre you know same designation everything because of some differences you know you the other party may be having some higher or lower salary right there are so many factors involved in when when the payroll has been decided yeah. right so don't reveal that and you know again don't reveal all your personal problems to somebody right to you know give you a you know quick uh, tip here right yeah. this is something again i share it with my coaches as well right in professional environment you can be friendly yeah but nobody's your friend yeah. See, with friends, we share so many things, right? We share a lot of personal stuff with our friends. Right. But you can be friendly with everybody, but you need not treat everybody as your friend. There is a difference between being a friend and being friendly. Very true. Once we understand the difference between these two, understanding trust and then how to leverage this trust quotient will will become much, much easier. Hmm. So somewhere do you also think, uh, Subha, that... Um, we tend to get this whole being friendly versus friends we um we get very emotional about because the the, the the quality the kind of relation the intensity is very different in personal space and professional space right and we get too emotional about things and um uh, and then we equate those experiences with you know uh the way it is supposed to be. Oh, if he's a friend, this is what he's supposed to do. When we miss out on the the context, absolutely. and and that also kind of damages the trust. Whereas in the first place, maybe my context of that trust was very different. Was it was skewed? You know, maybe. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You are you are totally right, Asta. You know what we do now? We create definition for everything. Yeah. Right, and then we perform based on that definition. Hmm. we cannot really define certain things see how can we define a friend right i may call you as my friend i may also call somebody who has been with me for many many years as friend right from my childhood and i have friends right so there are certain information that i may share it with share with you there are certain information that i may share with the other person right so the the word friend again has to be you know handled so consciously and cautiously right so even within friends you know we we kind of not you know share everything and you know anything right then we choose pick and choose right so how do we pick and choose some friends based on our past experiences based on you know how they are behaving with us how we are behaving with us and then we also see for some similarities maybe some you know interest some similar interest similar goals Right. There are so many factors we, you know, elements that we bring in when we are building any relationship, whether we call it as friend or professional, you know, setup or you know whatever name or label that we give to that relationship, right? We all know that we can define it so well. Yeah. We can have different, you know, definitions for different friends, right? So even if you want to call somebody as a friend from your professional network from your organization define it carefully wow that's interesting okay and um so when you're saying um a little bit more on this so when you're saying um good, fine i mean defining this a little better and and uh, being mindful of not not just Getting hooked onto a certain definition and trying to conform to it. Uh, however, a while back you were talking about, let's say, diverging information and seeing what you really need to versus, you know, what is not needed, maybe. So typically in, in corporate setups, you may not have that liberty all the time or the way it is uh, structured. Uh, the way teams are and there's a lot of sharing of information and it's pretty much all the time available and we see data being, you know, ordered and all of that also happening, right? Uh, What would you call as, um, you know, would that also fall under the whole, the trust gamut or, um, I mean, if if I'm there and um, ideally, I mean, I shouldn't be taking away the data that's what trust is all about right then I mean the trust has been given to me sorry the data has been given to me then as part of the trust Mm -hmm. uh, not breaking the trust of the other person I do not you know share it with anybody or I do not take it myself if I'm leaving the organization Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and so how do you kind of Mm -hmm. that that happens all the time and and beyond mm -hmm. a point you cannot really manage that then how do you really ensure that peace of mind or because the stakes could be different so how does that work then I mean you can have systems processes but even if it happens Mm -hmm. then then what absolutely Mm -hmm. see here you know uh, at the corporate front what I would recommend is there are two different stakeholders that I'm you know looking at right now right one is me the individual right getting into the organization you know I know the process I know the system right but when i leave that organization what am i taking with me mm. and what am i sharing it with others mm. right that is one perspective then the second is the organization which has set that you know the data right. yeah, which who is securing that data mm. who has set up the processes systems right so there are two different entities so sure. these two different entities become a giver and receiver at different circumstances mm. right I may be the one who is safeguarding the data in that particular organization, then I am becoming the giver, right? It is my responsibility to safeguard the data. So whenever somebody is leaving the organization, I ensure that they are not taking any data with them or neither they are sharing it with anybody, right? Mm -hmm. When I am doing a different role where somebody else from the organization is taking care of the data, I am the person who is leaving, yeah, then I am becoming the giver, sorry I'm the receiver Mm. right so in in such scenarios when we are looking at this data or the you know trust Mm. if we have to use data security as an example here right again two things has to happen one is as a part of my organization when I am a part of some organization beyond what is being said to me Mm. what else I need to know when it comes to security the minute you know i decide to leave that organization what all the things that it is my responsibility to understand what is something that i can take it away what is something that i have to keep it in mm. yeah there are certain things you know i can say in a, for example when i am moving out of an organization if i am a sales you know, director or something i am going to talk about all the clients that i have worked for uh-huh. with the existing organization oh. right So if I have some, that organization, that existing organization has an agreement with the client organization that client name should not be used in any of the personal thing, even in my resume, I'll be putting it like confidential client, right? Mm -hmm. Still, I will talk about, you know, what from, you know, Mm -hmm. X X times to Y times I brought in sales, you know, revenue growth, this, that, and all. I will not be talking about it from, I will not be revealing the client names. So I have to be sensitive enough to take that information share that information even in my resume i may not be putting it across right again how can i handle it i can say you know what from these these industries i have had clients when i say industries if i say it industry nobody knows whether i work for tcs or infosys or you know cts or which organization right it is it industry so that mindful i should be got it So that is my responsibility as a person who is leaving that organization. At the same time, I have to grow, right? Unless until I talk about the revenue that I brought in for the existing organization, why should somebody hire me? So I have to, so safeguarding my growth as well safeguarding the data from my previous organization is very, very important. This is the individual responsibility. If they break, then that means they are breaking the trust with the existing organization, right? Others may not know, but you know that you're cheating. Mm. So that means you think that you are not, you are, you know, you're cheating somebody that somebody else doesn't know, but you forget that you're also cheating yourself. Yeah. 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 And that, that brings us to a very important uh, point where here maybe I'm also governed by some, uh, you know, legal aspects and yes. I may not I dare not do it kind of a thing. Absolutely. But what you said is important. I I know it. I'm watching myself. I'm listening to what's happening, and how much of an impact that has. Because I think very little importance is attached to it because maybe we're ignorant about it. Nobody has ever been has ever talked about it. You know, as we were growing up, and now this is like two, it's opening up and we're talking about it. But what? How much of an impact it happens when I am watching, you know, and I'm just letting it be. How does that impact me, mm-hmm. and then my growth in the uh, in the corporate in in terms of who I'm becoming? Mm-hmm. Definitely. See this, you know, trust and in- integrity. You know, these two are like you no know, uh, sisters or brothers, yeah, whichever way. <laughs> siblings. Yeah, let me put it. Siblings is the safe word. <laughs> right. <laughs> somebody will ask me oh, why brothers, why sisters, oh, my why not sisters? sisters? <laughs> Let's be safe, right? So these are like you no know, siblings. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, you know when trust is there right see trust can happen when you have that personal integrity mm. So if you don't have that you know sense of that integrity or or honesty right nowadays people are looking at all these terms as uh, you know buzzwords yeah. actually they are not they are a part of me right these words create an identity for me yeah either way right good or bad this is what you know creates the right identity for me right again you know, with this integrity honesty trust and all that um, first time is critical right first time i i breach something right mm-hmm. i may have all these inner dialogues right then i question myself uh, then i tell myself it's okay to breach yeah all these internal dialogues happen the first time yeah. first time if you win yeah the honesty wins it's go- it may bring in some short term troubles struggles very yes. sure right? see the reason why we want to breach why we want to you know go beyond the trust or you know not being honest or you know don't worry about that integrity is we are we we see some benefit out of it doctor so, exactly right so if we look at it long term we, we will immediately correct ourselves immediately we will correct ourselves That first time, whatever happens, right, that continues. First time, if I can break my, you know, the want to have something immediately, even though I may go through something in in short term, it's going to help me in the long run. But first time when I breach, right, second time I may have some dilemma. But again, if I breach, that becomes my habit. I, I forget that I'm doing something wrong. Yeah. Then that becomes a part of your identity, part of your DNA. Again, as you know, people say, you know, uh, God takes a long time before punishing somebody, right? So somebody is watching. Yeah. They are not opening their, you know, themselves up because the person who is breaching may be powerful, mm-hmm. right? But definitely that will ruin their life so this trust integrity honesty and all has to be reflected upon properly introspected properly yeah adapted appropriately in their life very very important whether you are a leader or just started your journey or you are a student yeah you are a school student you know these three four words you know you have to understand at, again you know at its core yeah, yeah. why people are talking about integrity why people are talking about honesty Right? This is very important. That's one example. In fact, I wrote about it in my LinkedIn as well. See, uh, early morning, around 6.30, my son, if he wakes up, then we will be on time for bus. Yeah. So if I wake him up at 6.30, tell him that, you know what, 6.30, wake up, Right. he will ask for two minutes, five minutes. The two minutes, five minutes will become seven minutes. Right. Then we may have to rush into catching that bus. So normally what you know we used to do initial days are like if it is 6 30, you know what? 6 20 wake up. Yeah. Correct. Then at one point in time, you always give him the 10 minutes earlier time, right? When he kind of you know started understanding like he knew how to you know look at the clock and then so he also started, you know, feeling like, okay, anyway, Amma is going to give me 10 minutes, you know, advance. She's going to wake me 10 minutes earlier. So let me sleep for 10 more minutes. Instead of two minutes sleeping, extra sleeping time, he was, he started taking more time. See, if you look at it, it's a simple example. Most parents, they do. If you look at it, it is a lie, right? If I say it is 6.20, even it is 6.30, I am lying. On paper, I am lying. Right? So imagine a simple thing at home that can change the personality of my son. Imagine the huge breach that... When we do, what can it bring in? Yeah. Mm. Wow. Absolutely. So, um, I think very, very important and uh, what's, what's just coming to my mind is... Uh, you know, even leaders who've been maybe three, four decades in organizations often struggle. Maybe they're aware also and they, they struggle with this thing of uh, at a, I would say, um, if, if not a tangible level, these are more tangible things where I have an agreement, am I breaching it? Or, you know, I'm doing all these uh, corrupt practices, the frauds and all of that. That's one part of it. And the other is at a very subtle level, like you said, this one. Um, you know I'm working with you I meet you and am I trusting you or not and that has its own impact and that then develops into so um, what I'm hearing and which is so important is that I get started by doing uh, you know by by figuring out what within me holds me back you know the lenses and the filters all that we spoke about what holds me back from trusting people because there, there are no two ways about it that's the Way. you've got no trust you know that's the natural I would say uh, th- that's who we are and um, in every sense I think cannot your relationship cannot work unless that trust is there right so if anything holds me back from bringing in that trust I better address it not fix it up and I actually do that and that I think it liberates you as a person you just feel wow. no baggage no burden you're like just trust and doesn't work out, then maybe that's, that's your lesson. That's how you learn. Happens all the time. It just mm-hmm. happens all the time. And well, this was amazing, uh, Subha. And uh, what would be your closing remarks for all these people who are there in the corporate? I, of course, applies to everybody, but largely people are watching maybe at different uh, levels in the corporate. And if two things one, um, the the closing remarks that you have into how how do they kind of get started okay this is you know start by this Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely so you know you said that right liberation so if somebody is looking for that liberation you know having all the baggages out of their system Mm -hmm. and if they want to sleep peacefully they may be working very hard 12 hours 14 hours 15 hours but the minute they hit the bed they should be able to sleep yeah. if somebody's striving to achieve this liberation and then you know having all the baggages out trust themselves trust others start by trusting others 100% and then depending on the experience and then either you don't trust just you know leave away from them or you move away from them or you take them away from your life again it doesn't make you a bad person or the other person a bad person right and most importantly trust the process which is already set by the organization yeah if you feel like the process is not right speak up you know take it to the right party and then tell them that this is not right yeah instead if you don't trust the process you are the person who is going to fail mm. you are the person who is going to struggle in growing right yeah. so this vision mission statements and all you know when i'm dealing with you know middle level or you know fresher sure, they will only say yeah. Then as we you know delve deeper, they understand Okay, why a specific organization is having some vision or vision. Yeah. It takes a lot of effort before we see all these simple statements. So understanding that effort, the reason, meaning behind each word Yeah, in that process is very, very process, system, whatever is already existing in the organization. Trust it. And even that we have to trust blindly to start with after that if you feel like you know the existing process is not working anymore because you know changes are like happening in a different way today yeah. like earlier times changes ha- used to happen every 20 years then it became 10 years five years now every day every minute things are changing so based on you know uh, for those changes to accommodate those changes if the existing process if you feel like will not work then you talk about it you be the change maker you be the catalyst to bring in that change. Instead, if you sit back and then not trusting, it's not going to help you. Yeah, you will be treated as a person who is cribbing. You know, you will be treated as somebody like a whistleblower or somebody else, something else, right? You'll be labeled as in some way, but which is not going to help neither you nor the organization. Mm-hmm. Right. Speak up, be the change maker. But for everything, it has to start from trusting self, trusting others, hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. I feel there's some kind of a telepathy. As I was previously, also, is something I was thinking, and you just said it. I was just thinking, and you just said the trusting self, you know. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. So I I so feel, Subha, that, you know, the the big in reality, when people say this, 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 it's like you're not able to trust your own self. Will I be able to do it? Will I be able to make it? What if I think the whole trust here itself is completely messed up, missing. Absolutely, absolutely. See, you know, as we are talking, I am also, something else also comes up to my mind. You know, This Stockdale paradox, you know, one element which Jim Collins, uh, you know, introduced in his book, Good to Great. Yeah. So this person who was, you know, imprisoned in Vietnam, you know, as a part of the war and all, right. So he was going through some, you know, tough life. All the... See, prison is not a beautiful place or the place that anybody wants to live, right? So he had to stay there for a long time. But it's it, you know, um, every day, what he did, he accepted the fact that, you know, Stockdale is the you know his name. He accepted that, okay, today I'm in prison. Mm-hmm. He accepted the fact, right? At the same time, every day he felt like, okay, one day I'm going to go out of the prison. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have that liberated life. In that life, I'm going to do XYZ. Hmm. Yeah. So, this was, I think, two different dialogues he had every day during the tenure. So, this is, you know, this is something that he introduces as Stockdale paradox because it is a paradoxical thought, right? You know that you're, you're, you know, facing some highly challenging situation. Yeah. But you have to accept it at the same time, you should trust life. You know, there's a hope that you have to have. So this is something I've started recalling whenever, you know, I doubt something or I doubt myself or the situation that I'm in, immediately I'm like, okay, stockdale paradox. Yes, I am struggling today but it is not the permanent life. It is not, you know, permanent. So tomorrow is going to be different. Yeah. Right. So this has been helping me in the recent times. Master. very very powerful absolutely i so agree with you resonate with you trust the process and uh, yes nothing is permanent true lovely thank you so much subha this was uh, really insightful really amazing had a wonderful time and this was a very different uh, session from the previous ones that we've had that we've recorded um i just loved the whole vibe of it so thank you so much always a pleasure to have, you know, these conversations with you. So uh, great. And I would um, love for people to, you know, reach out to you if they need to connect. We're anyway going to tag Subha in the post that we're going to put on LinkedIn. So her handle is going to be there. Please follow her, reach out to her. Go ahead and see you want to work with her. She's an amazing person, like I said. And uh, super. Thank you so much. Thank you, Subha. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot for this opportunity. Thank you. Thank you for watching this week's episode of Aastha Unplugged series on hashtag happy me podcast. Now, if at any point you resonated and you could sense this possibility for you to express your higher potential and you're absolutely committed that I no longer want to be stuck in my limiting beliefs, the thoughts, the limiting feelings emotions and then the behaviors and all of that that holds me back from creating what i desire then reach out to us all you need to do is type in the word thrive on linkedin facebook or instagram whatever works for you the word is thrive and we will reach out to you we will connect with you and let's together explore how you can move beyond all these barriers and create turn into the possibility that you are the beautiful person that you are but somewhere that's hidden you're holding it back right this is your opportunity the word is thrive either linkedin facebook or instagram i look forward to connecting thank you